Welcome to Ascent, a podcast from Impact Youth Ministry in Tacoma, Washington. Each week, we discuss issues relevant to students as they strive to follow Jesus here and now, offering a biblical perspective based on our experience leading teens each week. Let's get started. I'm here today with Danielle Robertson, one of our middle school girls leaders. So Danielle, how are you doing today? Today I'm doing all right. It's been a good day at work and I'm really happy to be here and just talking to you, Chris, and talking about these kids that I absolutely love. Well, it's so good to see you again. It feels like forever. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I work for a nonprofit in Tacoma called United Way of Pierce County, and I get the pleasure of working in our call center. And so on a daily basis, I get to talk to people in the community who are just struggling, whether that's struggling financially, struggling with homelessness, uh, mental health issues, alcohol abuse, um, anything and everything in between. And we get to help direct them and listen to them and just get them connected with resources in the community that can help their situation. That actually doesn't surprise me at all that you would have good days doing that because you are such a sunshine. Well, thank you. It's definitely been a a really fun journey there. Um, So I've been there for almost seven years now. And just seeing the way Pierce County comes together and supports each other and really offers that assistance to people is amazing. And it's such a cool way to show God's just love for his people um, each and every day and answering the phone and just showing that hope and grace that he has with all of Pierce County and uh, other people throughout the state. It's a really cool opportunity that the Lord has provided me with. Cool. So did you grow up here in Tacoma then? I did. So I was born and raised in Tacoma, went to Stadium High School, then went to Pacific Lutheran University for college and majored in social work and sociology. Um, The only time I haven't lived in Tacoma was one year when I was younger. I lived in Arizona. And then when I graduated college, I moved to Nebraska. So Danielle, you're obviously very passionate about your work. Uh, Do you have any other interests or passions? So one of the things that surprised people most is that I'm a huge hockey fan. Um, People don't expect that when they meet me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, when I lived in Nebraska, I got hooked on hockey and found out they have a team up here. So I'm actually a season ticket holder also. And outside of that, I would say my biggest hobbies are cooking. Love being in the kitchen trying my hand at baking. So I have a reputation of being a horrible baker. Ask any middle school leader and (laughs) they will remind you of a brownie situation. I was there. I will say I have mastered homemade brownies during quarantine. So that's exciting. And to be fair, the brownies were like everything free. It's true. What's going to hold nothing together? Yeah, it was like deep fried dough. It was bad, guys. Um, And then I think I want to learn how to kayak. So I found a kayak that I think I'm going to buy. So you may see me out on the Puget Sound sometime, but we'll see. So how were you first introduced to the gospel? 
Oh, that's a fun story. Um, so I was in high school. I was volunteering with the Tacoma Rescue Mission at the time and working in their youth program. And they took the kids on a mission trip to uh, an Indian reservation in Montana and asked me to come along with them. It was during that trip that bought my first Bible. And there was one night specifically where, so we did devotions every night. And then one night specifically, we were told to write down all the lies that we had been told about ourselves and that we believed about ourselves. And we wrote them down on these giant rocks. Um, And after we did that, we read this, it was kind of like a love letter. Um, It was called the Father's Love Letter. And that was really the first time I heard about God's love and just who God was and what that meant. Um, So then returning home from that mission trip, I was like, oh, I want to pursue this more. Like, just that feeling that that relationship with God was what I was missing. Had no idea how to pursue that or what that meant, what that looked like or anything. Um, And so coming home, I was like, oh, well, I have this brand new book. It's a book. You start at the beginning. (laughs) And got so frustrated, like, don't think I even made it out of Genesis. And so, so confused by what was happening, the names, people getting turned into pillars of salt, like, so confused. Yeah, I bet. And I was doing it on my own. And I think that was one of my biggest struggles. So I was like, okay, well, I'm looking at colleges now. I'm going to look into a smaller private Christian university where I can pursue this more. And ended up at PLU. And thankfully, like the Lord really put on my heart to get connected with a Bible study. And it was during that time that learned more about God, was surrounded by a lot of people who just were willing to answer those questions that I had. And then uh, um, they just helped me learn what it meant to be a Christian, and then also the truth about God. So I think those would be my main introduction to Christ. And then it was really a few years later that I gave my life to Christ. So throughout this whole time, I'd been struggling with really bad back pain. And there was a point where I was on three different painkillers and two steroids. Uh, I physically looked like a lightning bolt and was just in so much pain that most days wasn't sleeping and everything like that. And so the group that I was a part of in college, we were going on a retreat and just that whole weekend, everyone was could see how much pain I was in. And they were praying over my back and everything. And then Sunday, we get back to our school and I'm like, Lord, I just need a little bit of sleep so I can do my homework. And that was the first time that I prayed over my back. And I remember distinctly dreaming about a hand turning gears and then waking up and having no more pain. And in that moment, I was like, I cannot deny that you're not real. Because I think I was still questioning whether God was who he said he was, whether he was everything. Um, And so in that moment, I gave my life to Christ and have not looked back. And I'm really grateful that 
The Lord gave me that experience because in times of doubt, I cannot waver. It's amazing that he let you actually see into that and how that how that played out. So since that time, what types of things do you think he's been working on in you? A little bit of everything. Um, so he's really rooted me. Um, he most recently, let's just start there because I think with that being a few years, several years ago, He's done a lot. In Undoubtedly. That time. Yeah, that was a terrible question <laughs> for me to ask. Um, but what about, yeah, in light of recently with um, maybe through this uh, COVID-19 mm-hmm. pandemic that we're all living through right now, there's uh, something in particular that or a couple things maybe that he's been teaching you? I would say most recently, uh, God's really been teaching me about my value, my worth and my identity. Um, I had been placing a lot of those things in things that weren't the Lord, not bad things, but just placing too much of myself in my work or placing too much of myself in who I was hanging around with and pouring into, I realized I would name drop people to appear important. And, uh, that's just something the Lord's really been working on in my own heart is that my value, my worth, and my identity come from him and him alone, and that everything of this earth fades, but he remains. And so through this crazy time of quarantine and everything, the Lord's really just been showing me how much he is unchangeable, despite drastically changing circumstances, like and how quickly my plans fade away, but his remain. So in addition to just being a middle school girls leader, and I don't mean to say just because that's very important. um, You also are uh, in charge of our middle school CIT community impact team. Uh, Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so CIT... uh... It's just a really cool thing that's developed over the past year and a half, I would say. And it's an opportunity for middle schoolers to learn a little bit more about how Christ created them. So we focus a lot on the spiritual gifts that God has given us. And then how do you use those gifts to serve? How do you serve for his glory and not yours? Um, How do you include people in service? Um, How do you come alongside each other and encourage each other's gifts? And how do you look at the kingdom of God and see opportunities? Because he's constantly putting opportunities before us. We just have to be willing to see them and look for them. Uh, I think one of my biggest hearts for these kids is that they learn that serving the Lord doesn't have to be big or flashy or center stage, that it can be something as simple as preparing communion or volunteering to pray when no one else wants to pray. It's being aware of those who are around you and seeing them and their struggles or just seeing things that aren't even being done. One of my 
favorite memories from our group from this past year was on the middle school retreat and uh, one of the boys carried up all the sleds after we went sledding didn't ask for anything in return didn't ask for any recognition it was just a simple task that he saw needed to be done and he was serving the kingdom in that way very cool i love it that you are making that intentional and uh, developing that in the students that's so powerful who who could be on this community impact team so if you're going into seventh or eighth grade this year you can be on the community impact team it's a year-long commitment and we meet once a month so we'll meet the first sunday of each month and if you have any questions let me know i'd love to answer them or if your parents have any questions about what's being asked of you what's required let me know i'd love to talk to you guys more so they just show up on the first Sunday of the month or? So there is an application process and typically applications are made available about the beginning, middle of April and then are due middle end of May. Oh, and where could we find an application? So you can find that application on the IMPACT website, which is? ImpactYouthMinistry.org. Boom, boom, boom. So if you were to dream of what what in the future what the future might hold for you uh in terms of ministry what what kind of things do you think you would like to be a part of not sure i've never been a planner so i've never had like a dream goal that i'm working towards i think just off the cuff i would love to have a house where people feel welcome where it's just a warm place and have my home be my ministry um, and just hosting people that they can be able to find whatever they're seeking, whether that's a shoulder to cry on, someone to laugh with, a hug, a meal, whatever that might be. I've always, in the last five minutes, imagined um, <laughs> just my home being completely open and everyone feeling like they can just walk into that open door kind of thing. I'll say you do have a very nurturing heart that is geared towards hospitality. So that does not surprise me very much. Do you have any kind of final words of wisdom that you might like to pass on to any of the students that might be listening right now? I think all the times you guys are told that you're not old enough yet or big enough or whatever it might be to do ministry. I just want to encourage you guys that the same God who is speaking to the leaders and providing them with knowledge and wisdom is the same God that's there with you guys. Um, and he's revealing himself to you in so many different ways that you guys are old enough, you are smart enough, you are enough. And it, God is using you guys. I see it all the time of how God has grown each and every one of you and he's using you. And I just want to encourage you guys to keep pressing into God because he will continue to reveal himself because he loves you. It has been a real encouragement to me in this ministry to watch God use our students and to know and to, to really learn that, that he uh, uses everybody who is following him and serving him. He's going to continue doing that, that it's not just a one-time thing and he's done. He's going to continue for all of eternity. 
And that just blows my mind some days. He wants it to be your whole life. Mm -hmm. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in and sharing with us, Danielle. It's great to hear from you. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. God bless you. You too. Thank you for tuning into Ascent. For more information on Impact Youth Ministry, visit www.impactyouthministry.org. We'll see you next week.